everybody. Welcome to the Cheapskate Show. On today's episode, let's talk food. There are dozens of meal kit services that will deliver fresh, ready-to-cook food right to your door. But here's the question. Are they a good deal? Well, we've done the math. Also, if you're like everyone else on the planet and having a hard time coping with coronavirus anxiety and loneliness, there are totally free apps that can help. I'm Rick Broida, CNET Senior Commerce Editor, but better known as The Cheapskate. And joining me, as always, is the K2SO to my Cassian Andor, Dave Johnson. Hello, Dave. First of all, I consider it a great honor to be compared to Alan Tudyk, who's one of the all-time great genre actors. But that said, I have to say that you're out of my will because the movie doesn't count. I have recently decided that only the original trilogy counts. Nothing else is canon. Wow. So you're just throwing Rogue One entirely under the bus. I am. Yes. So sue me. (laughs) Okay. Well, we're going to get some letters. Bring them on. (laughs) I could talk about this all day. So if anybody wants to challenge me on this, they're going to lose. All right. Well, let's shift gears for a second. Let, let me see if I can redeem you in the eyes of all of our eyes and ears of all of our listeners. Dave, have you seen Hamilton on Disney Plus? I haven't. I am getting ready to watch it. I'm kind of clearing my calendar because I have too much other TV to watch. But have you seen it? I have uh, a couple times now. And in fact, I was lucky enough to actually see it in a theater, a live performance, not once, but twice. And I will just admit that I was the first time I went, I, I won't say I was drag kicking and screaming into it, but I was not looking forward to it. It's just I'm not a big fan of musicals, hip hop, not a big fan either. So the idea of this was not very appealing to me. But I'll just say that uh, flash forward two performances and several airings on Disney Plus later, I am a huge, huge Hamilton fan. I listen to the music all the time. I'm reading all the books. I'm just I'm all in. Well, I'm glad to hear that, because while I'm not a huge hip-hop fan, I have been so excited, so looking forward to seeing Hamilton for a while. Yeah, my key takeaway here is that a one-month subscription to Disney Plus costs 7 bucks, and it's the best $7 you can spend uh, this week. It's just the, the whole experience of watching it is just, I think, uh, incredible. If you know a little bit about the history beforehand, that's great. The songs are just, there's just one earworm after another. They will just be rattling around in your head for weeks afterward, almost to the point of distraction. But uh, if you're looking for some entertainment, of course, then Dave, after you're done watching Hamilton, you the can go and Mandalorian. Re- you can rewatch Rogue One and <laughs> figure out where you went so horribly wrong. I will not thinking. do that, but I very much want to see The Mandalorian. So I have two things already queued up for Disney. All right, well, I'm about to make the rest of our listeners mad because I did not care for the Mandalorian at all. Because he never took his mask off, right? (laughs) Well, I don't want to spoil anything, but yeah, he never took his mask off, and I cannot root for a guy whose face I cannot see. You can't see my face right now, and I know you're rooting for me, Rick. (laughs) I consider that a gift. All right, Dave, let's get on to the business at hand here. You live in an apartment. I live in a home. Neither of us really is going out very much these days, which means that meal kit delivery services are a pretty awesome idea at the moment. These services will bring boxes of meals that are ready to prep and cook and eat right to your door. You have tried some of these before. Fan, not a fan. Huge fan. I have been doing meal delivery services for probably 
oh, I don't know, I'm going to say five or six years. And oh, I've, wow. I've put a number of them out of business because <laughs> I started with a few that are no longer operating and I've just kind of switched from one service to another over the years. Wow. I've tried a bunch of them as well, um, much more recently than that. I was never really into it. Uh, you know, we used to dine out a fair bit and, and carry out some and, and didn't. I mean, we cook some, but but not a ton. But man, has all that changed in the last three or four months? Let's just uh, kind of break this down for people who who don't know. Like, what do you typically get in a box, and what's the typical cost per serving? So in general, you you sign up, you subscribe, you pick out some meals. So every week you go on the website and you say, I want this meal, this meal, and this meal. And then you get a box on Monday or Tuesday. It comes cold packed and you take it out and there's bags or boxes that have all the ingredients that you need to make the meals you selected. And it comes with little recipe cards generally, but some of the less expensive ones, it's digital only. So you'll have to like open up your iPad or your phone to, to follow the recipe. But in any event, on the day, you open up the box or the bag, you take out all the ingredients, you follow the instructions, and a half hour later, you have a hot, delicious meal that is, a, I'd say, a greater variety of kinds of foods than you would ever make for yourself. Yeah, I think that's one of the things that I like best about these is that they have not only exposed me to a number of different kinds of foods, really broadened my horizons as far as dinners and meals go, but also, I just love how everything is exactly portioned out. So you get exactly the amount of ingredients that you need to prep this meal. And you just get step-by-step -step instructions specific to that meal. I mean, it's in a way, it's similar to what you'd get in a cookbook. But somehow, it's also different because everything is just like laid out in front of you. And most of these recipe cards have like color photos with along with the step-by-step -step instructions. So it's fairly dummy-proof. But it doesn't feel like you're cheating because you still have to do some prep. You have to do some chopping. You have to heat this pan with some oil. You have to do the, the seasonings and all that sort of stuff. I've just enjoyed it because it's helped me to actually become a better cook. Like I sort of learned some things along the way. Yeah, I really enjoy working in the kitchen. I like making food. And so these meal prep services are ideal for me because I get to make my own dinner, but I also don't have to think too hard about it, if you know what I mean. I don't have to figure out new techniques. I don't have to go looking for the things I want to make. I don't have to assemble all the ingredients. It's, just, it's all done for you. Different meal services have different features, I'll say. Like some of them are focused on you can make it fast, every meal in 15 minutes or so. Some of them have a broader selection of ingredients and more esoteric recipes, and they take longer to make. Like I started on plated, which doesn't even exist anymore, but I started with plated and it was great. The meals were delicious. And I also shut Munchery down a couple of years ago, <laughs> and they were really good as well. And I've switched to HelloFresh now. I've found that while I really like HelloFresh and I think they're a good at a good price point. Their their variety of meals aren't quite as broad as what I used to get with like plated or munchery. But nonetheless, you know, let's talk price for a sec. I would say most of the meal services are gonna be in the zone of about nine to eleven dollars 
per serving. So here's what we're talking about. You get your box of meals every week, and it's going to have generally three meals a week. But you can do more or less. They're very configurable. But let's say you get three meals. That might cost you 60 bucks a week or six times four, $240 a month. But that $20 per meal is actually two servings, so it's $10 a plate. And that will vary. For example, I think one of the cheapest, cheapest ones out there, and they really pride themselves on being inexpensive, is Dinnerly. And they're close to $5 a serving, whereas I'm with HelloFresh, more like $10 a serving. Right. So Dinnerly and also Every Plate is another service that is closer to the $5 per serving mark. Yeah, I I think the math is going to vary a little bit depending on how much you typically dine out or carry out or whatever. I don't know if you, if anybody ever really like kind of does the math on their own food prep. You know, what does it cost me to put this dinner on the table? But that's something that's kind of worth doing if you're really trying to to save money. Like how much, you know, if I had, if you went to the grocery store and bought all the ingredients to make this meal, how much would that cost? And you, of course you have to allow for your time and gas and things like that let alone the risk of actually going outside. And it's hard to compare apples to apples, too, because I'm never going to make this Moroccan chicken dish on my own that I got from HelloFresh or from Sunbasket, which is actually another service I've tried. And Sunbasket, just let me mention them for a sec, because they're the polar opposite of HelloFresh. HelloFresh is a lot of comfort foods, a lot of creams and sauces and stuff like that. And Sunbasket, they cover the gamut. They've got paleo and carb-conscious and gluten-free and vegetarian. They, they kind of hit all of those little quadrants. And I was actually one or two of the best delivery meals I have ever had came from Sunbasket. But they're a little more expensive, and for whatever reason, I kind of fall back on HelloFresh, probably because it's more more comforty, as I say. But nonetheless, where was I going with this? I was saying, you're not <laughs> going to make the exact same recipe on your own. So you have to compare it to things you would ordinarily make. And so for me... Well, you know, I might just go out and grab a sandwich from Jimmy John's. So Jimmy John's and chips. Well, that's your first be, mistake. Uh, so you keep telling me. But that's like 10 bucks. <laughs> or I might have a pizza dinner with a couple of slices and a soda, $9. Or if I cook at home, probably somewhere between 5 and 15 bucks to make my own meal. Just depends on am I making, you know, a bowl of spaghetti or am I going to fry up a steak? And so you really have to compare it to all the different ways that you would normally cook or bring food in. Right. I think the key takeaway here is that if you're thinking, wow, this is 10 bucks per person per meal. And of course, you know, you're spending, uh, you're kind of paying a lot up front to get a box delivered to your door. It's 50 bucks, it's 60 bucks, whatever it works out to be. That might seem like a lot to pay up front. But I think when you kind of look back at what you're spending already for meals, that it can actually work out to be similar, if not cheaper, certainly cheaper than than any kind of dining out, uh, assuming that's still a thing that can even be done anymore. But at $10 per person, that's actually a pretty reasonable cost. And I'll just say again, some of the meals are just decidedly pretty gourmet. They seem fairly upscale, like something you get at a pretty decent restaurant. You know, I'm a fan of HelloFresh as well. And I'll, I'll just say that I've tried just about every one of these services, I think maybe like eight or nine in the last year. And I keep going back to HelloFresh. It's definitely my top pick. But I have, again, discovered a couple things there that I would, I don't think I ever would have tried to make for myself 
on my own. But there's this thing called the roasted veggie farro bowl that is a vegetarian dish. And I generally tend to be a, a meat guy, but it's just like it's so good. It's one of my favorite, favorite dishes. And I just like so I'm, I'm just so excited that I have added this to my repertoire. Oh, there is one meal that HelloFresh has. Now we're just sitting around chatting about our favorite foods. But no, <laughs> HelloFresh has this one thing where it's like a zucchini boat where you cut a zucchini in half and you carve it out so it's hollow on the inside like a like a canoe. And then you fill it with like a risotto or some sort of rice. And then you just eat it like that. And it's a completely vegetarian meal, but oh my God, it's delicious. Oh, okay. I've not tried that one. So <laughs> yeah. So as you can see, everybody, we're, we're pretty excited about these services. And the Really, the cheapskate recommendation here is to try them all because just about every one of them has like an introductory special where you get, you know, say $80 off your first four boxes or your first 18 meals are $3.33 each or whatever it is. They all have a like a sign up special that's good for the you know first month or two months or whatever it works out to be and you know you can cancel at any time along the way so and in fact you can also pause at any time along the way so if you don't want a box every single week you don't have to do that in fact what we do in my house is we get a hellofresh box maybe every 3 or 4 weeks which works great for us so what i would recommend doing is just try one start with hellofresh or start with whatever uh, try it out, see what you think, make some notes because it's easy to for them all to blur together and then put it on pause or cancel it and then go on to the next one. And for <laughs> if you work your way through them over the course of weeks or months, you can eat pretty cheaply for quite a while. You could probably go six months without paying full price on one of these kits because there are so many of these services. I think I wrote about maybe 10 different meal delivery services, and they all do these kind of introductory deals. Right. So if you want to learn more, uh, there's a link to the CNET story, the CNET roundup of the best meal kit delivery services for 2020. You'll find that link in our show notes, and you can find out more. And of course, as always, we would love to hear from you if you have tried uh, these meal kit services. Uh, we'd love to know what you thought of them. And if you have not, let us know what you're planning to do. Send your thoughts to us at CheapskateShow at CBSInteractive.com. So, Rick, why don't we switch gears a little bit and talk about things like coronavirus anxiety, which is a real thing, and a lot of people have it. Yeah, obviously, it goes without saying, this is a very difficult time, continues to be a very difficult time for a lot of people, uh, especially anyone who's who's living alone in a quarantine situation. But even if you're not living alone, I mean, it's just, we, we have, I think, all had dark thoughts and difficulty coping with everything that's going on. It's It's a lot. Maybe you've even thought about getting some help, which is absolutely a great thing to do, and I recommend it, but thought, well, I can't really afford to see a psychologist or to, to get therapy because that stuff is expensive, and it absolutely is. But thankfully, there are resources available which are free. Surprisingly, or actually not surprisingly, because we live in the 21st century now, you can do it with an app on your phone. A while back, we did a story on CNET about a few of these apps that let you confidentially talk to other people about issues that are weighing on you. They're free apps. I, I actually tried out a couple of them. So why don't we talk about them, right? One is called Cure Me, 
And the other one is called Life, but it's spelled as if it were a millennial teenager. So it's <laughs> L-Y-F. And the, these are interesting apps because they don't cost any money and there aren't in-app purchases. It's just a completely free service. And they're not theoretically mining your data. They claim they're not. And you're not really sharing much. So I don't think there's anything really for them to mine. But uh, have you tried either of these, Rick? You know, I haven't tried either of these. There's actually a service that's offered by my employer, CNET, which uh, is similar. Uh, It's an app that connects you to a therapist that you can have one-on-one chats with. And, you know, I'm just going to say that it wasn't for me. The experience of having a therapy session this way, I just found that doing it through an app was a little kind of slow and clunky, and I just prefer to talk. But that's me. And I think that, you know, you said because we live in the 21st century, you know, anybody who's who's younger and is accustomed to communicating solely via chat, text message, all that sort of thing, would probably feel very at home with one of these apps. What, what was your experience? Let, let me talk about the two apps because they're different. I picked these two because they work very differently. Hear Me is a one-on-one texting service. So essentially, you sign up and either you say, I'm someone who wants to talk or I'm someone who wants to listen. And so you're not working with a registered therapist or a psychiatrist or a psychologist. These are just normal, ordinary people who are willing to volunteer their time to help you talk through things in your life. And so you sign up with Hear Me, you jump on, you get connected with somebody else, and it's kind of a weird experience. I totally hear your concern because when I did it, I jump in and it's like, well, I want to talk about this thing, and I don't know the person and I don't have a relationship with them, but I'm just kind of like bearing it, right? And then we we go back and forth. And at the end, I, I have to say I felt a little better about the thing that I was talking about, but I don't think I would do it regularly. But I understand that there are people who would, and certainly the service is popular. I was reading reviews of Hear Me in the Apple Store, and there are people who they can't talk to people about a whole host of problems, but this is their outlet for doing it. Yeah, and we should mention, too, it's available not only for iPhone, for iOS, but also for Android, and the same is true of Life, so you can get that for, for either platform. Yeah, I really kind of think it's one of those things where you get out of it what you put into it. In other words, if you kind of know what you're getting into in the, in that you're not sitting down with a therapist necessarily, but this is kind of puts you together with a, a stranger, a virtual support group, whatever, then you're not going to object maybe so strongly to it as, <laughs> as I would. Right. And, and then life is different than hear me in that it's not a one-on-one experience. It's kind of like a virtual support group. There discussion groups where you can post and then interact with other people. It's a group setting, but again, it's all in text. So it's anonymous and everyone is trying to help each other. So I thought that was an interesting approach. And if you don't like the one-on-one approach, maybe the virtual group session is more to your liking. 
Right. And again, the beauty of both of these is that they are free. So, you know, you have nothing to lose by trying them out. And sometimes just venting, you know, just getting it out of your system, what's bothering you, what your fears are, what you're worried about. It, it can really be very, very helpful, even if it's short of getting professional therapy. It's just you said yourself, you felt a little better after having this conversation. Sometimes just feeling a little better means a lot. And so we would really encourage anyone who is just struggling right now, if you if you can't afford to see a therapist, you feel like you don't have a support system available to you in some form or another, at least try out one or both of these apps and, and they might be helpful. All right, Dave, let's move on to this week's listener question. This comes from Jonathan Lane, who asks, I'm interested in finding a good, albeit relatively inexpensive, CD player that doesn't take up much space or maybe an easy way to switch from CDs to digital like a server. Dave, have we jumped back in time to 1998? Oh, wow. This really does remind me. You remember we wrote a book on digital music back in 2001. And this is the kind of stuff that we were talking about a lot in those days because the industry was changing so much. But now it's like, can you even buy a CD player anymore? Do you even still have any CDs or did you get rid of them all? I still have all my CDs. And in fact, even now when I buy new music, I typically buy it on CD and I rip it to my computer at the highest possible bit rate. Really? You still do that? I still do that. Yeah. Oh, you are a crazy it's, person. It's rare that I buy music only in digital form. Wow. Well, I but, don't buy music in digital form either. I just use Spotify, oh, yeah. and then I'm done having a music library forever and ever and ever. Well, you have it until you stop paying for Spotify, and then all your music instantly disappears. But I have the complete catalog of Decemberist, Beatles, and Black Rebel Motorcycle for the rest of my life. You know, I I used to be you. You know, I mean, I that was always my objection. No, like, you were well, never me. <laughs> I always, you, you, you must remember this, that I used to say, I will never pay a service, you know, yes. X amount of money per month for the rest of my life because I don't want to pay for the rest of my life for music. But I have done a complete and total 180 on this because when you think about the cost of it, 10 bucks a month for all of the music of the world. Anywhere you want it, anytime you want it, without having to worry about storage or ripping or any of that nonsense, it is to me a total no-brainer. And ten bucks a month is nothing compared to, oh, say, like, I mean, that's one dinner, one meal per month if I'm using a meal kit. <laughs> yeah, I, I hear you, and I kind of straddle the middle because I do both. I subscribe to Spotify. And I still buy my music because I don't want to be in a position because music is an essential part of my life. I don't want to wind up crash landed on a deserted island, not have access to the Internet. And now I can't listen to the latest Black Rebel Motorcycle Club album. <laughs> so once again, you don't mind just spending extra money <laughs> as much as possible uh, to have your precious, precious music. I think we've gone astray here, Rick. A little bit. Sorry, Jonathan. Let's get back to your question. Okay, so here's the thing. You're looking for a CD player that doesn't take up much space. That's pretty easy. You know, in the old days, if you wanted a CD player, it was a component that you would buy to add to your stereo. But that 
kind of is not a thing anymore. Not a lot of people still. You can still kind of do it. Like, I looked around, and I found that pretty much the only CD player components... I mean, you can buy a Blu-ray player, right? And that'll still play your CDs. But if you're looking for a dedicated CD player, the only ones I could find were like... $800 $800 Rotel players or $6,000 Morantz, things that are designed for audiophiles. So I think that whole segment is dead. But there's kind of a new segment that may satisfy your need. We went did a little bit of digging on this to try to find like just any CD player at all. And what we found on Amazon is there's actually kind of a, a category of they come from a bunch of different companies with brands, you, names you never heard of before, but they're all fairly similar. It's just this kind of square-shaped, wall-mounted or portable CD player box thingy, not much larger than the CD itself. It has a couple speakers built in, and it comes with a remote. So you can play one CD at a time and listen to it with the speakers that are built into this thing, and they're probably not very good. But it also has Bluetooth, so you can pair it to you know your home stereo or any Bluetooth speaker that you might have, and there you got your you know, CD listening experience. Those run from about 50 to 60 bucks. So it's a pretty inexpensive thing to get. But the other option is if you want to do like Dave and you want to rip your CDs to a digital format that you store on your computer that you then do God knows what with, (laughs) that's an option too. (laughs) And for that, you need a CD or a DVD drive that is already part of your computer or that you plug into your computer. I upgraded my computer. I I should say I replaced my computer a few months ago. I did not realize when I bought it, because I'm an idiot, that it doesn't come with an optical drive of any kind. In fact, it can't because the whole front of the tower is glassed over. There are no slots in the front to put in a CD drive. So I'm going to have to buy an external CD drive for the next time that I have music I want to rip. Fortunately, it's really cheap to do that. Uh, If you look around a little bit, you'll find that USB CD DVD drives, uh, burners, I think, too, um, are 20 bucks. I mean, they're really inexpensive. So if your goal is to be able to rip your CDs, convert them to MP3 or what have you, that you can then stream from a server or load on your phone or whatever, you can do that fairly cheaply. But what we couldn't find was really a hybrid device, like a player that was also a CD-ROM drive that you could connect to your computer. That Those seem to be separate animals. Well, I guess one last thought that I want to throw out is in the extended, the director's cut of Jonathan's email. that he, <laughs> he gave us a lot of extra detail. One of the things he mentioned was he was interested in perhaps being able to stream this CD to different speakers in different rooms of his house. I would say the obvious way to do that is to connect a CD player via Bluetooth or via a cable to a Sonos or a Heos system. And if you have that, then you can stream anywhere you want. But that is not the setup for cheapskates, Dave. No, it probably isn't. (laughs) Although the setup for cheapskates would be basically grouping and streaming audio to different Alexa or Google Home speakers. Which is also something you can do. And you can do that for free. So, uh, Jonathan, you have options out there, uh, some of which are pretty darn cheap. So hopefully that answers your question. 
And as always, everyone, if you have a question of your own you would like us to tackle, please send it our way. The address, once again, is CheapskateShow at CBSInteractive.com. Thanks for joining us, everybody. We'll be back next week with more deals and more money-saving advice. In the meantime, you can find daily deals by visiting CNET.com slash Cheapskate and following us on Twitter at CheapskateBlog or Facebook at CheapskateRick. So until next time, everybody, be kind to each other and stay safe, stay healthy, and stay cheap.